Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome in to another edition of our Warriors Weekly Podcast for 95.7 The Game. It's John Dickinson and Matt Steinmetz, as always. And Steiny, it's the trade deadline edition and a lot to get into as the Warriors did make a pretty significant trade. Uh, and I know it's been the talk of the town here over the last couple of days. James Wiseman is out. He goes to Detroit and Bob Myers and company doing a, a lot of maneuvering to try and work through uh, getting Gary Payton II back in a Golden State Warriors uniform. So just your, your initial thoughts on just how everything went down at the deadline. And, and there was that point where it looked like did the Warriors just do a straight salary dump for Wiseman? We didn't know who they were getting back, and it ends up being a, a fan favorite and somebody that helped them win the NBA championship a year ago. But but the headline to this whole thing, and we'll get to Gary Payton, the headline to this whole thing is the Warriors gave up on James Wiseman. Yeah, I, I think so, J.D. And 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 what the Warriors did, though, uh, was they they made some moves that actually helped them in the short term. and. The Wiseman fallout, giving up on Wiseman, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if down the line uh, they're going to realize they're missing out on a player they wanted. But, you know, if, I, if I'm asked to grade, it was funny because we, we, we were throwing grades out for what we thought of this, this uh, the Warriors trade deadline. And on the one hand, they got better. I mean, Gary Payton II is a functional player. He knows what he's doing here. He's probably going to help. On the other hand, they got rid of a guy who three years ago they were hoping was going to be a franchise cornerstone. Maybe not a bona fide Hall of Famer. Maybe not a, a superstar. Maybe not even somebody who can take the reins from Steph Curry. But when you draft a guy at number two, you expect him to be part of your franchise for a long time. So the thing that is impossible for me is to separate the two. And I feel like if 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 this is the end of the Wiseman era, you kind of have to you have to assess that now, you know, like take it in, assess it and then move on, if you know what I mean, because you, you can't just, you know, a year from now, you can't talk about Wiseman three years. I mean, we will. But 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 what I'm getting at, J.D., is, you know, they they basically gave up five seconds and a number two pick overall to get Gary Payton the second, if you know what I mean. And if you take the whole thing, you know, I think the Wiseman era was, was a disaster and the Warriors ended up making the best out of it. Yeah. And, and I think 
as you mentioned, they did get better because they added a rotation piece in the short term. They got better. They added somebody that goes right into their rotation and they gave up somebody that wasn't in their rotation. So in the, in the small mm-hmm. view of between now and the end of the season, Gary Payton, the second being on this Warriors team this season gives the Warriors a better chance of making a run, whatever that, whatever that means, whether that's you know, right. the six seed or win a series where maybe they wouldn't have, or win a couple of series, whatever that definition is, it gives them a better chance than they had a, a couple of days ago. But at the same time, it, it is, you know, Wiseman being gone is that's a big deal because it's, it's an admission. I think bluntly they whiffed on the pick and, and whether right. that is they made the wrong pick or they couldn't come up with a developmental plan within the timeline of the rest of the roster to make him functional. Because that, that to me, is the big thing that sticks out about the Wiseman era. And I know injuries were a part of it and all of that. But the Warriors were unable in his two and a half seasons to basically be able to make him a functional rotation player. Forget about being a starter. Forget about right. looking like a star. Forget about all of that. He was unplayable on his last day on the roster for a team that was a game over 500 on his last day on the roster. That, to me, however you want to parse it out, means they whiffed on the pick. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no other way to, to look at it. I mean, there really isn't. Uh, I, I guess... I guess the good part is, you know, they they were able to draft Wiseman at a point when they were on top of the world, essentially. Uh, could you imagine if this were a 500 team that people actually thought oh, it's a 500 team? That's what they are right now. That That's didn't a win a title last but, year without Wiseman being a factor at all. It, that exactly. I guess what I'm saying is, had they exactly had had the Warriors lost in the second round last year and were 28 and 27 this year and did what they did, I, I got to believe they'd be getting absolutely flambéed. I mean, the fact that, it, you know, to me reminds me a little of the Giants when they won World Series after signing Zito to, to the really bad contract. And then Zito ended up helping him a little bit. Uh, but this is this is kind of the same way. Like they're kind of lucky they won it last year, because it does hide the fact that they did it without this number two pick that that they were really really high on. I I, I kind of want to know what what you think, how it all played out, because you know nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes. But I, I'm going to take Joe Lacob's word for it that he really liked James Wiseman. Uh, that seemed to be clear. Now, was he was he Lacob's pick two and a half years ago? And Myers and Dunleavy were saying, "Boy, I don't know. Let's maybe we should get somebody in here that can help right away with these veterans." And Lacob said, "No, this guy has got it, and I want him." And then all of a and then two and a half years later, Lacob says, "You know what? Maybe you guys were right. Let's get off him." Uh, we don't know any of those details, and. You know, the other gray thing is, you know, Bob Myers is working without a contract for next year. How, how does that factor into all of this? I mean, interestingly, you know, I just heard a lot of people say, well, Myers really messed it or Myers did the best he could. I'm not convinced Myers is the big boy right now. 
Like if Bob Myers is not under contract for next year, J.D., why would Joe Lacob say, do your thing right now and and we'll we'll go along with it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, that, well, that doesn't make sense to me. It, I mean, it's all been a collaborative. I, I think what it what it ultimately came down to is the financial component being being part of the equation as well, because it, it's it's really threefold. It's there's the one conversation about Wiseman and his inability to be a factor at all, which which led the Warriors down the path of do they have to now move him as he's about to get even more expensive. And so, because part of this deal too is the fact that yeah, the Warriors get Gary Payton the second, but they're going to save seven million in luxury tax this season, and they're going to save thirty million in luxury tax next season, at least for right now. Now, do they redistribute that that money in trying to bring Draymond Green back or trying to enhance the roster in other ways? That's possible, but the truth is. Saving that money now at a minimum allows them to spend it in, in a manner that helps the team later on down the line. Maybe they choose not to do that, but I think the financial component was also tied to he's not helping this team right now, but he's also strapping the finances and the flexibility and the future flexibility while not being able to get on the court and, and play a role. So I, I think that me, part of let, it. Go, go let ahead. me ask you about that. Let me ask you about that because on the one hand, yeah, they saved money. On the other hand, the flexibility is only going to come from their own free agents. Sure. Like this doesn't help get them under the cap. This doesn't help them at all in terms of if they want to somehow make a trade. Um, but I, it's it, it just saves them money. Like right now, that's all. It, I mean, yes, the transaction is a transaction, but right now it just saves them money. Now, if if that money they then claim is is enough to go, you know, extend Draymond Green, okay, I, I believe you there. But it's going to cost a hundred million to extend Draymond Green. Sure. So, so you know, okay, knock thirty-seven off of that or whatever. I I, I get all that. It's all real savings. I mean, would you rather would you rather pay a right. hundred dollars for a nice dinner, or would you rather pay sixty-five dollars for a nice dinner? You know, I mean, you'd right. always rather pay sixty-five for a nice dinner if you can. Right, but what I'm getting at is, you know, the idea that Joe Lacob doesn't care about the payroll is ridiculous. If if Jay like like. If if uh, if if Joe Lacob truly didn't care, he'd probably keep Wiseman and and pay the luxury tax at the number it is. Because yeah. giving up on Wiseman had to had to be tough for him to swallow. No doubt, you know. And, and, but and, but it was you're right. It it was a positive component for the Warriors in this deal. Absolutely. Wiseman became a sunk cost, Steiny. He did. Exactly. It was it he, that I mean he just it, he wasn't helping this team and he was hurting the future and and again, I, it's not yeah, I do think the the finances come in come into play. I mean, and and I think, you know, there was a scenario that probably existed where the Warriors looked at, you know what, maybe we do keep Wiseman and keep trying to develop him, but that will mean as you look at everything and I think this constantly evolves, but that will mean Draymond's gone in all likelihood. And, and you know what? Maybe in October, that was something that the Warriors were more comfortable at looking at 
But now in February, they're not. Like sometimes playing it out, the decision becomes pretty easy because we didn't know four or five months ago what Wiseman would be as a player. And as it turned out, he still, I mean, you could make the case he was less functional for this Warriors team now than he was at the beginning of his tenure when obviously it was a team that didn't think they could win a championship. They were a little bit more in developmental mode and they they were just handed a minutes. I, I just go back to the way this season started for the Warriors and and the fact that you know, all of those losses on that early Eastern trip, because I, I think they planned on playing the young guys. I really do believe they planned on, hey, Wiseman's going to get his 10 to 15 and Moody's going to get his 10 to 15 and Kaminga's going to get his 20 to 25. And these guys are all going to be 8, 9, 10 in a rotation that that is going to help this team win. And these guys are going to play a little bit and they're going to help some nights and they're not going to help. But it completely, it was just a disaster at the beginning. None of the three gave them anything positive. Even Kaminga was bad at the beginning of the year to the point where he was pulled out of the rotation. Now he's come back and helped them a lot lately and, and, and that's fine. But the way that the season began, I think, set up this scenario where Wiseman ended up getting traded because the Warriors weren't winning enough with the young players being a part of it. So they had to scrap the development, in a sense, to try and win. And unfortunately for them, to this point, they still haven't really won enough to where you could make the case that it's worth it. But to those who say, hey, the Warriors should have just played the kids – I think you could make the case that the 28 and 27 would be 23 and 32 or something like that if they had played the kids more. And at that point, we'd be having a completely different conversation about what they did yesterday because I think they would have made a bunch of moves yesterday at the deadline if they were you know, 13th in the West. And so I think they they kind of did what they had to do in a sense, and, and Wiseman – because of the circumstances of, of, of this season and the inability to win early on, I think it led them down this path to where to where they felt they had to, you know, Wiseman's not helping them. You get a player that can help. You get your finances a little bit more in order, which maybe helps you down the line. And you see if this team can, can potentially make a run. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think you're right. But I, I also think that um, – They've got you, – you've got to hit the Warriors for Butcher in this because I, I think we've got – like I think now it's fair. It's fair to look back. And, and here's the thing where I think they – something changed midstream. They, they, they believed they had a window, and it felt like, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going gonna to go all in? You're not going to go out. And they tried to do two things. And the thing that I can't get past at this point, J.D., is if you thought you had a championship-ready roster, which they must acknowledge, why? Why did you select what I'm calling now three projects? You had, you, you had three picks. One guy, James Wiseman played three college games and is a big man. You know, I tell this to guru all the time and, 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 you know, maybe, maybe it, I said, if Bob Myers and Joe Lacob actually drafted James Wiseman at 19 years old with three college games and thought 
and actually thought he was going to be able to help a championship team, then they're stupid. They're, they're, they're dumb. Like they're old enough to know that's a monster, monster gamble. So I'm going to, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they weren't dumb. They didn't think it was going to happen overnight and it's not, but they had three non-ready players. Kaminga didn't even go to college. Like, how were they going to be assimilated into this team so quickly when everybody acknowledges this team's play for and it's a little bit more complicated to play for? Like, I don't, I'm, you know me, I'm not the kind of guy, they should have done this, they should have done that, but why didn't they take a Halliburton? Well, who's clearly more ready. There's there's two things. One, or, I don't or think you guys. Well, yeah, no, there's two things. One, I think, and and you know, the rat on the table, to use the Steiny and, and Guru vernacular, the, the the rat on the table is I think the Warriors believe that the championship days were done going back to, to 2020 in November when they made the pick. And at that point in time, mm. if you remember, that was the day that Clay Thompson had the second injury. It literally happened that day. And so you're a year and a half removed from the finals. Clay goes down. So now you know you've got no shot at winning a title in James Wiseman's rookie year. So I think they thought, hey, it's going to be tough. Like, you know, and, and I think in that moment, they're thinking, hope that in two years, let's say, Wiseman plus whoever else, but at the time only Wiseman because that was the they didn't know how good or bad they were going to be the next year. You know, hope that in two years maybe Wiseman can be so good that he can help uh, uh, the, you know, the the resurgence of you know Clay's back and Steph and 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 all of that. But but hoping that he would be a much bigger part of it at that point. And what happened was Wiseman didn't fit and he had injury problems. And then you felt forward a year later, the Warriors were actually much better. The core was much better. Uh, you know, Jordan Poole came along at that point, who who was nothing on the day that James Wiseman was drafted. So I, I think some things that the Warriors maybe started to write off a little bit about their core, that changed. And, and, and it was like, oh, wow, the core is actually still really good and championship caliber. And this Jordan Poole guy can help. And so that became more of a factor than whether Wiseman was going to be able to to contribute or, or not. And so I think they got bit a little bit. I, I think they, you know, I think they thought they were they were going to need those young players to be a second quarter. Here's the other thing I wanted to get into uh, just off of this, because I think this is the, the more straightforward way of saying it. The Wiseman trade that the two that blows up the two timeline thing is done right the two timeline thing is over yeah. with the white like that is like it isn't because that was that was billed as Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody and even Patrick Baldwin Jr. and Jordan Poole were all going to be this five together that are going to be running up and down in 2026 like Steph and Clay and Draymond were in 2013 and that that was always foolish but I mean, Wiseman being gone now, I mean, that's an admission. I think that the two timelines that just see ya, that's done. It's over. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, I was I was ready to, I mean, I think it was over last year. You know, I, I, I mean, here's, and I think you and I are on the same page here. Uh, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? It worked last year. They won a title last year. Yeah, the only reason they won a title is because they shelved their three guys. You know, you can make a case. They don't They don't shelve those guys. They don't win it. You know, wow. you want to start saying, oh, we, you know, we, actually, we're going to put, we played Kaminga more than Peyton. And uh, I know Porter, we, we, we didn't play as much as Wiseman. Well, guess what? You don't win a title then. You don't exactly. win a title, plain and simple. So um, it didn't work. I mean, it absolutely positively didn't work. And look at and, this and year. Now, Wiseman not playing this year. Moody's not. I mean, the only one that's going to be a factor is Kaminga. And and sorry for right. jumping in, but guess what? Kaminga is going to be less of a factor now with Peyton on the roster. So so I think that's a sneaky part of the Peyton move is it takes a little right. heat off of what Kaminga has to bring in a playoff run. Exactly. And I, and I also think here's the other thing that, that, that this could, that this, it, it, it opens up the door a little more. And I know people, and, and I may be getting ahead of myself because they're still sitting with Steph Curry, but the bottom line is you had the number two pick and he's not even here. He'll never play for you. And so, you know, it, it, it's possible there could be lean years ahead. I know nobody wants to hear that, Ooh, but say that. this is a, this is a player who, again, I don't know what he was supposed to be, but he was supposed to be a cornerstone. There's no doubt. And now if you look past the big three, man, it's pretty light. It's pretty light, especially, you know, you, and then you start thinking about Jordan Poole playing without another guy or two here. I, I just think they got to be a little bit careful here, uh, uh, JD, to tell you the truth, because, you know, they, 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 they we don't know if their young players can play or not. We don't know. No, we don't. And and look, I think Kaminga has shown some signs, but but to project Kaminga at this point to be a superstar or even an all star, I think is is somewhat laughable right now. Uh, you know, we'll see in a, in a couple of years probably. 
but I think he's the one. Like, I almost put Moody – like, to me, Moody – and I'm not it, – it's not a judgment of Moody's career or anything, but it's like Moody's just a non-factor for this year. Like, that's just – like and, – and you know what? That's fine. We'll see next year what, what happens. Like, really, we're talking about – now we're talking about Kaminga because the, the, the devil's advocate of what you're saying is – and I think you know, Bob Myers said this on, on your guys' show, if if really if you can get one of the three to be a factor, and, and I know he was talking about in-season potentially, but but the, the truth is if one of the three, and this is what a lot of people would say between Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody, become a really good player, that's that might be enough. And 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 you know, to consider right now. Well, to right consider, now to help this core. Sure. But I mean, but I mean, if Kaminga becomes, and let's say Kaminga becomes an All Star at some point, it 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 doesn't change the fact that the Warriors whiffed on Wiseman because those two are separated. But if Kaminga does become an All Star, I think you'd look back on and and Moody becomes serviceable. I do think a lot of people would look back on this era, if you will, or this last couple of years as you know what it was. It was. They missed on Wiseman, but Kaminga's still really good and Moody's solid and it's and it's a net positive. Is that is that too I mean I mean well, is that too Pollyanna? I mean what you tell it, me. It, it's possible, but what if yeah, what if Kaminga okay, you know what? Kaminga is good. What if he's Antoine Jameson? You know, guy, hey, get you twenty three tonight, but guess what? You go twenty nine and fifty three every year. Like that's that's another I mean, that's what another if he, you know aspect. What, what what if he's Demar Derozan and he's and he's really good and you win forty five games every year? Because you know what I mean, like that. You know, would right. that be good enough? And, and I, you used one example, and I'll use another example, right? A guy that's a sometimes all star, right? Who's pretty good, but his teams don't win squat. If he's the best player, you know, right. would that be enough to be a seven seed every year? With with him as your best player four or five years from now, I you know, that's a that's I think that's another part of the equation that has to be asked. Yeah, I think it does too. And I, the other question that's got to be asked is, you know, how are fans going to feel about seventh three four years from now? I I don't know. You know, I mean, I know we don't really care much about filling a building or anything like that, but. You know, that's that's the one thing I do worry about is and and I worried about it. I've been worried about it for two or three years. People say I worry about it way too much is what happens when this thing's over. I'm talking about Steph and, the, and, and Clay and Draymond. I mean, like the moves that they make now, the moves that they made in the last year or two and the moves that they'll make in the next year or two. That's going to determine what happens in three years. Well, and, yeah. and, and do they make a run made, this year? Like, cause, cause this right. year still can be salvaged and, and they may not win a title this year, Steiny. And, and I wouldn't pick them to win a title at this point, but if they got, if they somehow got to the conference finals and got beaten six by a, a team that goes on to win the championship by a Phoenix, by a Denver, you know, whatever. I mean, at this point that would be deemed a pretty successful season. I, I so I think that matters too. But the, the, the flip side is, do they go to the? Are they the eight seed and they get knocked out in the play-in tournament like they did two years ago? I think if that happens, then we're having a different conversation as well about about this year right, well, as it relates to the future. All right. Well, let's talk about next year. 
Let's say let's say they have a good playoffs, but they don't win it. They lose in the Western Conference Finals. Is there anybody that thinks next year's team's going to be better? Uh, it depends. I mean, it, on it what? really does. It it depends on, on how. Well, it depends on how healthy they are. It depends on how you know. Does Kaminga get better? It depends on do they add to the ro- Do they add depth to the roster in a way that they didn't add depth to the roster this year? Because I, you know, it's funny. We we've talked about the the star players and the core not carrying their weight for this year, but they also, when you look at the rotation, have not been as like nearly as deep or had nearly mm-hmm. as many positive contributions from the seven, eight, nine players on the roster as they did last year. And, and, you know, it's funny, we talked for all the, going back two years, for all the conversation about the Warriors had to go get a star, had to go get a star, had to go get a star two years ago. And I remember, cause we had this conversation a bunch. The one thing that I always said was, I don't really think they have to go get a star. I just think they have to get nine or 10 good players. And at that point they only had maybe four or five. And so I, you know, I do think there's a path, if, if, big if, Steph is still all-star caliber and Clay looks like he's closer to what he's been the last month and a half than he's been prior to that. And, you know, so that I, I do think there's some wiggle room to be really good, but I know where, I know where you're going to go. They're older and they're, you know, going to be more, de- they're not going to have as much money, all of those things. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's not easy to manage. It, it really isn't. And well, I mean, you know, who knows, who knows what's going to happen with Draymond? I mean, Pete, you know, I, it's funny. Cause I, I keep hearing, oh, you know, the words, you know, they may resign him. I, I guess they might, but the thing that I hear that I disagree with is, well, he's not going to get money. He's not going to get paid. Really? I'd be real careful about thinking, thinking that, 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 uh, that Draymond couldn't go out and get 80 million over three years. Oh, I totally agree with that. I think he absolutely could. Yeah. Get, I, yeah. My, my baseline is probably three. And especially if he, yeah, that's what I, that's about what I was thinking, especially if he can finish out this year and, and, you know, essentially like, I think he slipped and, and guru gets so mad at me, so mad at me, but you know, he's still a, he's still one of the best defensive players in the league, but he's not the best defensive player in the league and obviously that doesn't mean he's useless but for for what the warriors have come to expect that little bit of slippage that matters i mean that may be the difference between winning a title and not winning a title and clay's slippage on defense may be the difference between winning a title and not winning a title but you put draymond green onto another team that doesn't need him to anchor quite as much as the warriors team I mean, he can help you. All right. A couple of minutes here. I, there were a couple of things I, I wanted to get to that we hadn't yet. And and as it relates to Peyton, uh, we, we've talked about Gary Payton and you mentioned, hey, you know, this team, you know, if, if circumstances were different, they'd be getting flambéed. I, I think and we talked about Peyton helps this team. He goes right into the rotation. But I got I got to say it because we were talking about it yesterday. I feel like the fact that Gary Payton II was the player they got back because he's so beloved and helped them win the title last year. Like I feel like if if they had acquired a random player of another name, pick a name that that was a, a good defensive player and for you know, Matisse Thybul for for James okay. you know, for James Wiseman 
I feel like the tone in the Bay would be a lot different. I, I think I think Warrior fans are getting in a, in a little bit of their Giantsy fan feelings of oh Gary Payton the second. Everybody loves Gary Payton the second, and that in a sense has prevented the Warriors from getting roasted as much for the Wiseman deal and the fact that they traded James Wiseman for Gary Payton the second. Right. No, there's there's no doubt that's a part of it. But I will say this. Trying to look at the other side of it. Their defense has, I, I mean, it has stunk this year. I mean, it is so freaking bad. They don't, like, it stinks, J.D. And Peyton so, will help. I, I, you know what? And, and I do believe if Peyton is going to, you know, he, I'm a little worried about his health, to tell you the truth, but we'll, we'll, we'll shelve that. You know, if Peyton can start picking up that point guard full court. That is a tone setter that sets a tone. He it's, I, I think it is within the realm of possibility that he can make the warriors a better defensive team, not only individually, but I think he's, he, he will set a tone. I, I, I do believe that if he's the same player. Um, so I do think he's going to help, but just looking around, I, you know, just looking around what other teams did, I, I I don't think the I don't think the Warriors I just don't think they have the talent now to match up with a Denver, Phoenix, or I mean even the Clippers now I thought loaded up. Dallas too. No, they, they really did. And I, I think the other part, just to tie off Peyton, I think this Warriors team Steiny needed an infusion. I talked about it on the postgame show. I think they needed something. Yeah. I think they needed it's kind of like a baseball team that at the deadline they go get that one, even if he's a seven hitter. They go get that one hitter that lengthens the lineup. They go get that one reliever that makes you feel a little bit better about late, you know, the late innings where you got one more guy. Like I, I felt this team needed, and I mean the core guys and the guys that are playing a lot, Steph and Clay and Draymond and those guys. I think they needed a little bit of an infusion of, hey, we're still trying to help add, push forward, keep fighting. And I, I do think that's where the psychology of bringing somebody that was so beloved back in Peyton does help. Like, I don't think the Warriors could have stood pat. I think that would have led to a letdown based on what everybody else did. So small move, but I think it could be a, a productive move for the Warriors. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. All right, Steiny, good stuff, my man. We'll uh, we'll do it again next week. Maybe get into some of the Western Conference and, and all of those moves. And so it'll be our, our all-star break uh, version of the pod. For Steiny, I'm JD. Uh, Warriors Weekly Podcast, 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.